Welcome to the Love City Arts Podcast. I'm Andre in the Flow. I wanted to create a space where artists could come together and encourage all of humanity through the arts. So welcome to that space. For more information, to follow my journey and the journey of all of our artists, visit andreintheflow.com and lovecityarts.org. Please enjoy today's episode and thanks for listening. Hi there, everybody. It's Andre and the Flow from Love City Arts. I hope that wherever you are on the planet today that you're feeling all of the love that the universe has for you and also know that I love you as well. I want to stop by to tell you about a few of the offerings we now have from Love City Arts. We now have a podcast, our monthly giveaways, our healing gatherings, our blog, and also a soon-to-be-formed book club. For more information, log on to lovecityarts.org. I cannot wait to share all of the love with you. Singer, scholar, social activist, and soul coach Quentin Brendel weaponizes music to uproot systematic oppression and seeks to propagate equity for people of color throughout the world. He is the founder of the Mosaic Music Project, an organization that provides music enrichment for incarcerated communities, and he also hosts a weekly podcast entitled Afro Affirmations, a platform that affirms the bodies, minds, and spirits of black folk. Join me now in my fun, inspirational, and sometimes spiritual conversation with Quentin Brindell, or Brother Q as he's more affectionately called, as we discuss creating safe spaces, dealing with emotional clutter, using music as a form of healing, and so much more. Hi there and hello everybody and welcome to the Love City Arts Podcast. I'm Andre in the flow and today I'm joined by Brother Q. Brother Q is an opera singer, soul coach, podcast host and producer, and in his words, an all-around great regular person. Welcome to the show, Brother Q. Hey, how's it going? Life is so good today. You know, before we got on the air, we got an opportunity to meet each other and talk about artistry and life, and that was wonderful. And so I'm really, really glad to have you on the air today. I'm so happy that you invited me when I got the invitation. I was so blown away to be invited to share space with you, and I'm quite sure we're going to have a lovely time. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, Let's talk about that invitation. You run an awesome podcast called Afro Affirmations. Um, Oh, that's so fun. I think if we... we if we trace this all the way back, um, I got a random Facebook friend request from you because I think that we have mutuals that I worked on some projects with, and then we've connected, and then um, we've hit each other up uh, through Facebook Messenger, and then you said, hey, I got this podcast. Give it a listen. It's called Afro Affirmations. I listened to it the other night while I was doing my meal prep for the week, and I was instantly hooked with your message oh my goodness um, and what you're all about yeah i mean i i love uh, the podcast and you know as i was sharing with you earlier in the day 
that, you know, I think a lot of people get into podcasting sometimes because they just have something they want to say, they just need to get it out. Um, sometimes you want to reach people. Some people just want to have followers and, you know, increase their numbers and visibility. But I think the core message or the ideal um, that we want to perpetuate with the podcast is that black folks need a space. Um, and we know that there's no such thing as a safe space, but we can make space, spaces safer. And we do that by ensuring that we are firm. Um, we live in a society where our existence is um, sometimes treated as a monolith and we're treated all as the same, you know, uh, the nuances and complexities of our personalities um, and our personhood are rarely considered. Um, and we also live in a space where um, that existence and the oppression that we experience, we're treated as if it's not real, as if we're making it up, um, as if it's a figment of our imagination. Um, and we wanted to create a podcast and say, no, what you experienced was real. No, it is not fair. And yes, you are valuable. Mm, 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 mm. I love everything about it. I mean, from the moment that you jump into the, the podcast, you ask a question. I don't want to give too much away because I want my listeners to run over to your yeah. podcast and, and listen to yours. Um, but you, you, you do check-ins at the top of your uh, episodes that are very unique. Can you tell people about that? Yeah, so um, when I was developing the idea um, of the podcast, I wanted to, uh, I'm very visual. Um, even in my teaching, I'm visual, um, and I use a lot of analogies. And mm. I wanted to find something synonymous with that spirit. You know, the my, my wonderful co-host, Miss Monet, uh, we both come from a Judeo-Christian background, but we did not want, I mean, of course, our, our podcast has a lot of tricky overtones, but we did not want people who may not share our faith tradition to miss the essence of what we want to share. And so we use the word fro as a synonym of spirit. Um, and we define spirit as like our eternal essence, the part of us that is most like God um, and, and mirrors um, God, you know, or the creator, the ultimate energy. Um, and so we begin our podcast with My Afro Is, and it's basically a way for us at the top of the podcast to affirm who we are, My Afro Is. And, you know, we love our hair, we love our Afro. That is something that is just a characteristic of a Black person, right? Um, yeah. When we think about the Black Power movement, especially in the 70s when froze were really big, and this... Um, return to natural hair and you know in the recent years i would say over the decade we've had another huge return to the idea of natural hair and uh, uh, and really perpetuating the worthiness and the beauty of natural hair um i i just felt that my afro is was the perfect segment to kind of check in and to affirm who we are at our very core i love it I yeah. love it. So where's your Afro today? Oh my, it's so funny that you asked me that because in my Uber home from work, um, I have been, I didn't look it up, so I'm, I'm just going to go off the dome. Um, I, I was struggling because I've had quite a bit of trauma happen over the past month. 
um, a month ago from Saturday, I lost my only brother who was, you know, uh, about 10 months older than me. And, um, so and then my father so has been in the hospital all, um, all week. And, uh, I checked in with myself in the Uber, actually, and I said, you know, my Afro is, and the only thing that came to me was clutter, and I was like, well, that's not very affirming. Um, what was the word? What was the word that, that came my up for Afro you? My Afro feels cluttered. Um, clutter. Uh, mm. Yeah, and if, if you had a chance to listen to our last episode, we we spoke about the grace to create space, right? Um, you sure did. Create that zen space, and as I'm looking around my bedroom right now, this is not a zen space. And usually whatever is going on in my spirit manifests in the physical realm. And so mm -hmm. I feel clutter on the inside and my room is currently cluttered. And I was like, that's not very affirming. But the thing about, the thing that, that shifted me was I heard a voice say that clutter can be cleaned, right? Clutter can be organized. And it's okay to walk in and, and acknowledge what you're currently experiencing. And I think that is the flip side of the coin when it comes to affirmations and walking by faith is that walking by yeah. faith and affirming your fro is not a denial of your um current state right um can we pause can we pause one second and just i'd love to just to stick a pin uh yeah. in certain ideas on the podcast you said clutter can be cleaned meaning yeah. that the, the messiness that you're currently sitting in in your life doesn't have to, it doesn't have to remain that way yeah, yeah, I truly believe that. Um, we had a podcast episode a few, um, sometime maybe in June or May, called The Answer is in the Antonym, right? And there are some times that we're experiencing things where we may hear voices or it may, it may appear that the external is trying to dictate a message to us that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel like it's, it's moving me forward. It's not solution oriented. It's not healing. It's not helpful. It's not holy. Right. And then you have to mm. say, wait a minute, the answer is in the antonym. So if I'm hearing or receiving a message that's saying You're that saying I'm unworthy. An antonym. Antonym? The antonym. So whatever you're hearing, the answer is really in the opposite. So if I'm being told if I'm hearing a voice ah. that's saying you're unworthy, then the truth actually is I'm worthy. What? And so we have to find the answer in the antonym when we're receiving these negative messages, even when we're receiving critique, right? There are times when we do need to improve, right? There are times when our vibration, we are in it, we are in, um, we are vibrating on a frequency that is in dissonance with those around us. And we need to raise the vibration until we come into confidence and have harmony. And so there are times when people have to speak in situations where people have to speak into our lives and say, wait a minute, you are, you know, I had a friend back in the day and, and, and she wasn't, she didn't even know how she blessed me, but I'm using this revelation now. She would say when something needs to be better, she was like, they got to come on up. They got to come on up. And I'm like, what is she talking about? And right now I'm thinking about the law of vibration. It's like, wait a minute, we have to rise. We have to raise the pitch until we come into harmony. We may not be vibrating on the same frequency, but we can definitely harmonize, right? And, and that's the energy we need to 
I mean, even if I'm vibrating high and I'm in a good space, but I have to interact with someone who's not vibrating in a good space, instead of me trying to go down, I actually have to raise my pitch so that I can come into confidence. So I have to vibrate even higher. Um, and so we, we really have to take that into consideration and say, when, when I'm being criticized, that's them calling me up to be a little bit higher. So even though I may not feel like what they're saying is true, let me try to look at that objectively and figure out what I can do to, to strengthen that weakness. And in strengthening that weakness, I'm also going to augment my strengths concurrently. And therefore, the answer is going to be in the antonym. And so I don't even know where I was going with that. Listen, let me tell you something. Every time I want people to finish this episode with with us on this podcast, (laughs) but every time I've listened to your podcast, I've only gotten like, uh, in all honesty, like one and a half. But you stir my my soul so much. Um. I, with what you're saying, like I, I just know that we're kindred souls, and that yes. we, like, I just, it's so good. Um, wow, 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 wow. I, I'm about to float up out of this, <laughs> this home Listen. studio here. Listen, um, it sounds like speaking is definitely a gift of yours. I know that music is also a gift of yours, and yes. I want to hear how the speaking, because you do it so powerfully. Um, <laughs> Yes, yes, you do. Um, how does that uh, align with your life's mission? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, because you, because my my opinion is that you could not huh. speak with such passion and such uh, such vigor as you do if you if it were not woven into the fabric of who you are as a person. You know what? These things, and I, and I appreciate those kind words. Um, but I must say, uh, I can't fully take credit for it because these are gifts given from the divine. And what I I had a bad habit of, of um, that I broke, um, where I downplayed my gifts, not because I didn't think they were great or I, I didn't understand how special they were, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what views that you're experiencing, a lot of people tell me that and have told me that for years, but part of me was like, well, that's just me. And I had this bad habit of thinking that everything that I did well, other people automatically do, could do them well. So I, I didn't give them any credit. I didn't give my, my own gifts any credit. And so- yeah, you're, you're like, everybody's talking. I'm just talking too. Yeah, you know, like, okay, I can sing. So in my mind, everybody can sing, but that's not true. And it wasn't until the last year or two where I was really able to hone the power of my voice. I started speaking at a very young age. I started doing oratorical contests when I was like 10 years old. Um, I preached my first sermon, actually the third Sunday of last month, made um, the third Sunday in July, made how many years? 20 years, 20 years since I preached my first sermon. So um, good, so good. And so uh, I'm 34 now, so I preached my first sermon at uh, 14. And um, I had done a few oratorical contests before that. And so it's always been a part, and music has always been a part of my life. My mother was a singer. She toured with a choir um, when I was very young. And 
And, uh, you know, she's always had a wonderful voice and I've always had a passion for singing or music. I, I played clarinet for several years. I remember growing up as a child, I don't even remember this, but Disney Channel used to have like this Disney orchestra in like the late 80s, early 90s. And I would see those children playing and I, I just knew that I wanted to be involved in that. And they also used to play like golden age musicals, like things that they had, had videoed. Um, and I think one was like South Pacific that I had seen, um, and they used to play them later night on Disney. And I didn't know what that was, but I knew that I wanted to do that. I just knew that I wanted, I was supposed to be on stage in some capacity. And I didn't know what that meant as a five and six year old, um, as an adult now who has just begun really doing the work um, and working on my inner man and my spirit in such an intentional way um, and healing myself of traumas. Um, I, I now see it, my, my, my vision clearly. And, and part of, part of my, part of my calling, um, music is a vehicle and I love music and I want to attain great achievements in the music, um, industry, um, whether it be Broadway or opera or coaching. I mean, I would love to be a celebrity vocal coach because I'm a vocal pedagogy nerd. Um, but Come on, vocal is, pedagogy nerd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. But speaking has also been, you know, a very big part of my person and um, and healing others. And I, and I, at first, I felt like, oh, you have to go into full time ministry. And then I looked at the church and checked in my life, and I was like, child, you is getting nobody's full fit in these days because you have cut a monkey doodle fool. But um, <laughs> figuring out what exactly um, that balance is. I'm not sure how it's going to manifest, but I know that if I continue to refine the gifts and I share them with people and I walk by faith, that um, they will manifest as they are are supposed to. Now, granted, I do have goals that I have written out. I have a, uh, I wrote a vision for my life, a mission statement for my life. I have my core values. I have a daily confession. And then I have a vision narrative. Um, that is in alignment with a, a, a life coaching curriculum that I created, um, which I'll share with you once we're off the podcast. But there are you five better share it with you once we're off yeah. this podcast. And then once it's ready for the world, we're going to share yeah. it with everybody else too. That is. Listen, I, I think that that's what I'm supposed to do is, um, you know, we, my name, uh, I, I, my, 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 my character, I guess, is. Brother Q, and I got that name from my students at the um, the Black private school that I um, I consult for because they call all of their teachers brother brother and sister, um, and everyone well, calls that's... me. Yeah, that's too. like the earlier black folk church tradition that I grew up in in Southern Baptist. I'm from Virginia. And so we used to call your brother Kathy. I, no, sorry, brother Kathy. Yeah. Brother, <laughs> brother John, sister Kathy Evans, who taught yeah. me how to sing in, in the uh, First Union Baptist Church Choir. And that's very yeah. black folk church tradition. Yeah, where it's, it is, it is, you know, it is. Yeah. Yeah, so... um you know, they, they call each other brother and sister, and I always go by my the first initial of my name. Um, and so they just call me Brother Q, and that's where I got that name from. But um, my, my my given name is Quentin, spelled with an E and an I, like Tarantino. And, um, and I look at my name, and I look at what I'm developing for people, um, and when I think about Quentin, I think about quintessential, and that's the life that I want to live. I want to live a quintessential life. I want to live a fully 
I want to experience self-actualization in a way that it transmits to other people, that it, that, that it can be transferred, that it translates for all. Um, and so that's the basis of what I want to do. And a lot of that incurs a lot of speaking, but we're also going to use music as, as healing. Um, I recently started a nonprofit called the Mosaic Music Project that provides music enrichment for incarcerated communities. And so I go into the prison and I, and I, and I share music and I allow them to create and I restore their voice and hopefully they, they can feel a, a, some restoration to their dignity because I don't look at them as being inmates. I look at them as being whole people. They're not monolith. They're, they're, they're not the sum total of a crime. Uh, and some of them are in, in, in prison for crimes they didn't even commit. And so if I can do something to acknowledge someone's humanity and restore dignity to that um, and, and, and do that with love, then I have lived my purpose, whether I sing a note, whether I speak, I, I just want to, I just want to share. I just want to give, um, I just want to be used uh, up a, a, every gift, every talent um, that I have. I just want it out there. Oh, wow. 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 If we are not birds of a damn yeah. feather, I just do not know. My Lord. Um, Listen, we were vibrating it, on the same frequency. And when so I tell you, good, when brother you throw Q. your light up in the air, hmm. whoever sees it will see it, right? Say that. Say that. And you're only going to attract the energy that you put out. And so you must be putting out some amazing energy because here we are. Well, I say, like I received that on, on, yeah. on this year episode. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I want to invite you to like, share, comment, and tweet about this episode. Your comments help me to make this podcast the best that it can be and continue to share the love. Don't forget to pass this episode on to someone that you may know that might need an extra pick-me-up as well. Also, feel free to visit lovecityarts.org. We've got more episodes, monthly giveaways, upcoming in-person events, uplifting blogs, and a book club on the way. Love City exists to uplift artists, the ones that love them, and the inner creative genius in us all. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned for another uplifting episode from the Love City Arts Podcast. <laughs>